Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here in Auckland, New Zealand for day 282 of 365 days of Bible reading. It is so good to have you here with me. Listen, I couldn't be happier. I've got you, I've got some coffee, I've got some Bible. What else does a man need? i tell you what he needs. He needs to know what he's reading. Let's have a look at what we're reading today. Psalm 119, verse 1 to 8. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1 to chapter 2, verse 16. Yes, a new book. And Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 1 to chapter 20, verse 18. So those are our scriptures for today. We'll be checking those out very, very shortly. Before we get there, though, let's go back to our Guatemala, Lee Lemon, washed, naturally, got to say it's washed, and we've got it today in our plunger, and we're looking for those flavors again. Caramel, lime zest, floral, and milkshake. I'm really interested to see if I'm ever going to taste the milkshake. That's what I'm really looking forward to. So hopefully we'll be able to taste the milkshake at some point. But for now, let's see what we can get out of this plunger and see if it does better than the Chemex did yesterday. Let's give it a try. You know, a bit more of the caramel caramel in there. A bit more of the caramel in there, which is quite a nice addition to the coffee. Uh, it's not as zesty, but, and this could just be my head. I don't want to say this in case I get bullied for this, but I, I think, I'm just kidding, but I think that, I do think that I can taste the milkshake a little bit more. I think I can. It might just be in my head telling me that I should be tasting milkshake, but I feel like with the low end coming in, we're getting more of that milkshake aftertaste. You know like when you have a milkshake and it's got that little like on your tongue and it just lingers there? That's what I'm feeling, but I, I could, it could just be psychological. In terms of this, I'm actually going to give this an 8 out of 10. It's actually quite lovely with that lower end coming through. It gives me a lot of optimism for the espresso, which we'll try tomorrow. But that is it for the brews for today. Let's get into our Bible, the reason that we are here. Welcome to the largest psalm. That was such a long pause. I was, you know when you try and swallow and you forget? That's what happened to me. <clears throat> Let's start that again. Welcome to the largest psalm of all the psalms in the Bible. Psalm 119 is what we begin today. And the whole psalm centers around the idea of aligning your conduct and conversation with God's words. The truth is God loves you immensely. He wants to bless you. The key to accessing this blessing in our lives is actually spelled out in the beginning of the psalm. There are four things, okay? Well, really three things we need to do, and then the fourth is sort of the, the reality of living in God's blessing. Number one, we seek Him with all our heart. That's in verse two. Number two is walk in, walk in His ways. That's in verse three. Ver, uh, the third thing we need is, uh, this is confusing. No, this is, this is okay, let me start this again because I'm getting confused with the verses and the numbers. Number one, we have to seek Him with all our heart. That's in verse two. Number two, we have to walk in all his ways. That's verse three. Number three, we need to learn his words. That's verse seven. And then the fourth thing we see here is that we'll never be put to shame. And that's in verse six. Now, my question is, as I was reading these, I was like, well, which one of these three things is the hardest? Is it seeking him with all our heart? Is it walking in all his ways? Is it learning his words? Which one? And I think actually all three are equally just as hard. The truth is, though, is it does start with seeking him with all of our heart. We don't get to go half and half on this thing. It's all or nothing. Many of us, I think, are stuck in that first step. And I want to encourage you to identify whatever it is that's holding you back today from going all in and surrender it to Him. Maybe it's doubt. 
well, get, get in front of a pastor and talk to them about it. Talk to them about how you're struggling with your doubt. And then ask God to reveal himself fully to you. Maybe it's fear. Get one-on-one with God and tell him what you're afraid of. Find scripture that speaks to the faith, which is the opposite of what that fear is. Maybe it's lack. Well, sit down and make a financial plan. Lean into God through prayer and ask him for financial breakthrough. Whatever we do when it comes to seeking God, it has to be with all of our heart. What the devil does is he gets in there and he sows these little seeds that take bits of our heart away from God. We have to be proactive in identifying what they are and then addressing them so that they don't rob us of actually being able to walk in his ways fully. It's actually a lifelong process, this whole giving our hearts fully to God. And God's grace is there for those who seek him earnestly. So keep going. Don't give up. Okay, it's time for a new book, 1 Thessalonians. Now, along with this and 2 Thessalonians, these letters were written by Paul, possibly with the help of Silas and Timothy. They're written around 51 and 52 AD, soon after the founding of the Thessalonian church. These are actually among the earliest letters written by Paul. Now, like all the letters that Paul writes to the churches, there are, very, there are some very specific issues that are being addressed by Paul. The major themes we're going to see in these letters are these three things. Living pure and holy lives in Christ, the resurrection of the dead, and the events preceding and accompanying the return of Christ. The majority of people who were in the church in Thessalonia were Greek men and women who came to believe the message that Paul preached and began to follow Christ. You can read about that in the book of Acts chapter 17 verse 4. Now, Paul is actually giving them more of the meat of Christianity and covers topics like the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, and the second coming of Christ. As you read this letter and 2 Thessalonians, keep this in mind and capture the heart of the second coming of Christ and the message that Paul is trying to convey to the church. Now, finally today, we, we, we read about persecution that Jeremiah walks through. In today's world, the persecution that we're going to face is not quite like what Jeremiah faced in and of itself. The persecution we're going to face in the West is something I've talked about before. It's less about physical harm, although that does happen around the world. In the West, our persecution is going to come through the hostility and the ridicule through social media, online abuse, and even personal attacks around people's character. I have said it before, but our persecution is the assassination of character through lies and slander. We can take encouragement from men like Paul and Jeremiah, though, who face this on a far greater level. In our passage in Jeremiah today, this is exactly what happens to him. Jeremiah is actually really clear in his message, and he brings it without fear and timidity. He spoke exactly as God gave it to him. And what did the people do? Well, in verse 15, we read, it'll come up on screen. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, listen, I am going to bring on this city and all the villages around it every disaster I pronounced against them because they were, and this is the key, stiff-necked and would not listen to my words. Stiff-necked people don't listen. They're rigid. They don't flinch. They don't move. They don't bend. And, and this is what happens is that the people listen to this message that Jeremiah gives them and they become stiff-necked. They become stubborn, prideful, and arrogant in their ways. Then in chapter 20, verse 2, The official in charge of the temple did this to Jeremiah. Here it is on screen. He had Jeremiah the prophet beaten and put into the stocks at the upper gate of Benjamin at the Lord's temple. In Jeremiah's response to this, he complains to the Lord, which, to be honest, is kind of fair. He was ridiculed and mocked all day long. That's what we read in Jeremiah's response to the Lord. Jeremiah is complaining to the Lord because he was at the end of his rope. It's important that we can be this honest with God too. 
When things get hard, where do we go with our complaints? Where do we go with our frustration? We need to be able to offload it all to him. When we do, watch as the days get better. As we give God our earthly troubles and our earthly frustrations, watch as he opens things up for us. The encouragement for us today, though, is this. If you need to talk about what's talk to someone about what's going on, get with a pastor, get with a leader, and talk to them. But then after that, take it to God and watch. He's okay with your frustration and he's okay with your complaints. He can handle it. Watch as he lifts you up out of the miry clay and sets your feet on the rock. Three, two, verse one. of the day. Verse of the day today, First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5 says. Because our gospel came to you, not simply with words, but also with power, with the, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. Paul is telling them here that God has chosen them because of the gospel that came not just with words, but with power through the Holy Spirit and a deep conviction. I wonder, is this how your life works as you carry the message of Christ with you? Does it come with power, with the Holy Spirit and with conviction? Is that the testimony of your life? I don't know about you, but I'm very convicted to make sure that my life is not just with words, but with power, with the Holy Spirit and lived in conviction. And that is it for the Daily Brew Day 282 of 365 days. Man, we're getting close to 300 days of Bible reading. Huge, huge achievement. If this is day 282 for you, congratulations. If it is day number one, pause here. Go back to day number one and start from the start. Don't miss 281 days. You've got to read every single day and let it build on itself. I'm praying for you, though, if this is your day where you've read the Bible and you've joined in today, I'm praying that God speaks to you and reveals more of himself to you. This is a huge journey we're on, and I don't know about you, I'm falling more and more in love with God's Word as we go on this journey. And I pray that God is revealing Himself more to you through His Word. A massive thank you to everybody on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. That's the third thing I need to say. It's not like I've done this for 281 days. So you'd think I'd have this on wrap by now. Thank you so much to everybody on YouTube who have already subscribed. It's a massive blessing. And to you on YouTube for following along on the... Uh, to, not on YouTube. Oh, I almost had it. To you on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for following along. That is it for today. We'll see you here tomorrow. If it is the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight. And we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of The Daily Brew.